Welcome to Swimming Upstream, the 10-minute podcast about Catholicism, technology, culture, baseball, whatever else might come up. I'm your host, Eric Sammons. This is episode number 23. On today's show, I'm going to be discussing President Trump. It's been about six months since he's been president, and uh, so I thought I'd talk about him a little bit. Uh, you can find the show notes for this episode at ericsammons.com slash podcast slash 23. Okay, so during the 2016 presidential election campaign, I was a very ardent never-Trumper. I didn't like Trump from the moment he entered the primary, the GOP primary. I opposed him throughout the primary. I thought there was many other candidates I'd rather have. I liked Rand Paul, was my favorite. But after he dropped out, I was, I was fine with Ted Cruz. I have some disagreements with him, but I, didn't, I thought he would be a fine president in many ways. Heck, I thought most of the GOP candidates, other than Trump, were, were acceptable. Even Kasich, who I can't stand, the governor of Ohio, I can't stand him. I, I probably would have voted for him uh, in a general election over Hillary Clinton. But Trump, I was completely opposed to. I thought, personally, I just can't stand him. I can't stand to watch him. I can't stand to watch him talk. I don't like anything about him. I admit it freely. Uh, but I also just didn't like, I, I didn't believe him during the campaign. I didn't believe uh, his, I thought he was a down deep, he's a liberal, and that he, um, you know, that he would govern as a liberal. And so I didn't really believe him during the campaign. And then during the general election, I still opposed him. I was never Trump, and I meant it. I, I, I didn't see the point in people saying they were never Trump during the GOP primary and then jumping ship and saying they're going to vote for him in the general. If, if, don't you know what the word never means? I mean, it's fine to be opposed to him in the primary and vote for him in the general election, but don't say you're never going to vote for him if you are planning to vote for him just a few months later. Now, okay, so in fact, I, I was so opposed to Trump during the election uh, campaign that I left the, the, the Republican Party. I'd, I'd been a Republican all my life. I, ne- I have not been, e- I have not had an easy feeling being a Republican over the past probably dozen years. I thought, I, I, I don't believe they are very much different from the Democrat Party. I think they're basically a big government party, just like the Democratic Party is. Uh, they're just big government for a few different things than the Democrats are. And I didn't really, I, I thought, I believe it's necessary to have probably a third party uh, be strengthened and to come up. But anyway, besides that, the fact is, I, so I didn't vote for Trump in the general election. Uh, I was actually surprised he won. I mean, I, that's not that surprising since a lot of people were surprised he won. But he did. And so now the question is, he is the president. I'm not one of these idiots who goes around acting like not my president or whatever. He, he won fair and square, and he is the president of the United States, and I'm a citizen, so therefore he is my president. So how do I think he's done? Well, first of all, I will say I'm pleasantly surprised. I thought he would be a complete and utter disaster, and he hasn't been a complete and utter disaster. I'll get to some of the things I have a problem with in his presidency, but I've been a little bit surprised because the biggest surprise I've had is that I really thought his conservative positions he took in the in the election campaign he would abandon on day one of his presidency. But he hasn't. He has generally continued to espouse 
relatively conservative values in some ways. I don't always agree with some of them, conservative values in the sense a lot of the interventionalist and, and uh, foreign affairs. But but he campaigned on things in a conservative manner. He stuck with it. He His uh, selection of a Supreme Court justice, um, Gorsuch, was not bad. Now, I don't get why people were, were doing cartwheels and victory conservatives after he was nominated and, and, and uh, appointed to the Supreme Court because we don't know really how he's going to uh, be a justice because we've had this happen before. We've been down this road before. We're like Charlie Brown with Lucy Holden the, taking the football away from us. He might end up being awesome. He might end up being John Roberts. And so we can't really do a big victory lap on that yet. However, I will say that can't be put on Trump. He did do what he said he was going to do. Also, he's done some very nice things about not caving into kind of political correctness and the pressure of it. For example, the the transgender military ban I thought was great that he he reinstituted that. I don't see any reason why mentally ill people should be uh, allowed to serve in the military. And some other things like that he has been fine on, and I've, I've been pleasantly surprised. Uh, furthermore, I've just been disgusted by the media and how they've covered him. Now, it's kind of hard to say, considering my opinion of the media before he became president was about as low as it could be. I mean, I probably had a higher opinion of, I don't know, uh, what's the thing I had the lowest opinion of in the world? <laughs> I probably had a higher opinion. Uh, I didn't have a very high opinion of the media. But it's even gone lower because they have invented crisis after crisis. They're trying to find anything. They're so obviously just trying to find any way to trip him up, any way to oppose him. And they find just the stupidest things. Oh, he didn't shake hands with this person in a wheelchair when he actually did. It just wasn't in the shot that they had. You know, all the Russian thing, everything is just so ridiculously petty. It's just, it's just petty. So I've been disgusted by media. In fact, I would, I would say that the media, the mainstream media has done a great job in the 2020 Trump campaign supporting it. Because the more they act like this, the more people will support Trump and the better chance he has to be reelected in 2020. So, I mean, the media is just ridiculous. I do not buy into most of their criticisms, most of their attacks on Trump. I think they're stupid. Now, that all being said, I still don't like Trump. I still wish he wasn't the president of the United States. I wish somebody like Ted Cruz or Rand Paul was the president of the United States. I don't want Hillary. I did not want Hillary to be president. But I don't think, I do not think Trump is a good president. I think he's like, okay, so those who are baseball fans know Cincinnati. He's like Pete Rose to me. He's just a low life, and he's not somebody I can respect as a person in any way, shape, or form, because I just think he's, he's not a very good person. But you don't have to be a good person to be a good president. I understand that. It helps, but it's not necessary always. But I think he's done a, he, he, he does a terrible job of exhibiting character, the way he treats others, and the way he acts. And I think that has an impact on the culture. I don't think that is a zero-sum game. I think that when he acts the way he does on Twitter and his other little outbursts and everything, I think that has an impact on the culture, and it makes those things acceptable in ways that if uh, just a regular person did them, it wouldn't have. So I think that's, a, that's, been a, that's still a negative impact, something I was concerned about before he became president and I'm still concerned with. Secondly, I also 
think his presidency is a mess. You can't blame the media for the fact that the White House has a revolving door of employees. I mean, since I started this podcast, somebody else has probably been fired from the White House. That's not the media's fault. That's his fault. Whenever an organization has a lot of turnover in their employees, it's always the fault of the people in charge because either they're terrible at hiring people, so they hire bad people which they didn't have to fire, or they have an environment they've created that's so bad that people want to leave and people are constantly leaving. Either way, the buck stops with the president, and in this case, it's, it's terrible. And then another thing I really don't think the president's done a very good job is getting things done. I mean, the whole Obamacare thing, you can blame the congressional Republicans, and that's easy to do. And frankly, I, I can't stand them very much either. They're, they're bad in a different way than Trump is. They're bad in that they just make promises and they never keep them. And they're big government liberals, just like the Democrats are. But the fact is, is that Trump did not help his cause in trying to repeal and replace Obamacare. He talked about the entire campaign. He talked about, I can get deals done. I do deals. I'm the successful business. I can get all these deals done. Well, he hasn't got the deals done. And you can't point fingers at other people because he claimed he'd get the deals done, and he hasn't. And so we still have Obamacare. We don't, we're not any closer to repealing it and getting rid of that monstrosity that's killing our health care system and wrecking the economy. So... In all these ways, I still don't think Trump has been a very good president. I do think he's probably been a better president than Hillary would have been. I think that's probably pretty obvious. But I don't think he's been a very good president. And I think there's still a decent chance that before his ter first term is up, he'll be impeached. And frankly, I'd be fine with that because we can get President Pence, who'd probably be a lot better. Um, but like I said, the media, of course, is running his 2020 campaign, election, re-election campaign right now the way they're acting. I could also think it's very distinct possibility – He'll just decide not to run 2020. I mean, he is, he's not like a lot of these politicians who they just have to be in office in order to feel validated. I, th I could easily see him saying in 2018, 2019, like, you know, okay, I've had my run. I'm going to go off and do something else and just be like, forget it, which I would, I would welcome that as well. Now, will I vote for him in 2020 if he runs for re-election? I can't answer that today. My never-Trump statement was technically for the 2016 election. I'm not necessarily applying it. I would never vote for him in the 2016 election. I'm not necessarily applying that to the 2020 election. I find it doubtful I would ever vote for him. But, you know, crazier things have happened. Um, but overall, I would my grade for uh, President Trump... I'm grading on a curve because I expected him to basically have a F minus. I would probably give him a, let's say a C minus so far after six months, a C minus. He's done a few things fine, so he's not failing, but he's awful close to it by a lot of other things he's done. Okay, so... If you like this podcast, by the way, don't forget to rate it on iTunes. Um, give me a good rating. If you don't like it, why are you still listening? And that's it for today's episode. Until next time, keep swimming against the street.